This podcast is brought to you by GoMoto, the service lane kiosk that grows your business. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience, and maximize service efficiency? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. That's G-O-M-O-T-O dot com. Hello, and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Friday, May 13th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. Nissan is electrifying, Mercedes is recalling, and Ultra Luxury is booming. Plus, online used vehicle retailers regroup after a rough first quarter. We'll get into that a little later in the show. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Nissan is thinking about whether it needs a third EV plant in the U.S. as it works toward 40% electric vehicle sales here by 2030. COO Ashwani Gupta telling Hans Greimel at Nissan's headquarters in Yokohama, Japan, that localization is becoming increasingly important, which may necessitate a third plant or an expansion of one of its current U.S. sites. Gupta did not specify that the new facility would be geared exclusively toward EVs, but the context of his discussion revolved around electric vehicles. Nissan started making the LEAF EV at its Smyrna, Tennessee plant in 2013. In 2025, it plans to start making EVs, one Nissan, one Infiniti, at its Canton, Mississippi plant. The way we are progressing, Gupta said, I do believe we will need a new plant. Mercedes-Benz USA is recalling more than 290,000 vehicles in the U.S. for a defect that might reduce brake performance or cause brake failure, increasing the risk of a crash. The recall covers certain ML-class, GL-class, and R-class vehicles, including some diesel and hybrid electric models from the 2006 to 2012 model years. Mercedes-Benz has issued a stop-drive notice for the affected vehicles. The company says no crashes, injuries, or deaths have resulted from the defect. Remember back in 2021 when the stock market was booming and real estate values were through the roof? Times were good for the most affluent of consumers, and that helped spur sales of exotic and ultra-luxury vehicles. For the year, sales of the most elite brands were up about 5% from 2018 before the pandemic and ensuing semiconductor shortage roiled the industry globally. That's according to Alan Haig, the buy-sell advisor. Last year, Rolls-Royce and Bentley both reported record sales, and they came into 2022 on pace for more gains. Also reporting their best sales in years, Aston Martin, Lotus, and Lamborghini. And that's the news you need to know. Coming up, job cuts at Carvana, a new CEO at Vroom, online disruptors facing their own challenges after the break. Listen to Fred Hayes, service manager at Temecula Valley Buick GMC, and Philip Candido, fixed operations director, talk about their experience with GoMoto in their service drive. Before GoMoto, the backups in the service lane were due to not being able to get to the customer in a, in a timely manner. There's times where menus are passed over where the advisor forgets to tell them, hey, it needs its major service. And now with the GoMoto, customers are presented with a maintenance package every time. The time freed up from not having the customer sitting in front of them every single time they come in. It helps them be more efficient, 
it helps them focus more on the customer's concern and the, the maintenance and service of the vehicle. Before GoMoto, we would average approximately 130000 in service gross. The kiosk and the service drive doubled the gross profit in the dealership. It's amazing, 100%. Using the GoMoto kiosk makes the dealership more profitable. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience, and maximize service efficiency just like Temecula Valley? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. That's G-O-M-O-T-O dot com. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. As we've discussed, the pandemic had sudden, powerful, and sometimes unexpected impacts on the auto industry. Perhaps one of the least surprising was the consumer interest and investor interest in fast-growing online used vehicle retailers. It looked like Carvana, Vroom, and Shift Technologies were all in the right place at the right time. Consumers were flush with cash, more shopping was being done over the internet, and owning personal transportation became highly valued amid a public health crisis. But now the script has flipped. People are still shopping online, but they can also go to stores and restaurants and concerts. They can fly or ride a bus with reasonable confidence. Borrowing has gotten more expensive, and let's not ignore the competitive reactions of traditional dealers, especially the fast-growing giants whose digital platforms are central to their strategies. Earnings season showed the costs. Hundreds of millions of dollars in losses, thousands of job cuts, one company has a new CEO. C.J. Moore covers the used car business at Automotive News. She's had a busy week, but I asked her to make a little time for this show. C.J. Moore, welcome to Daily Drive. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me. It's been a really busy week on the used car beat, and so much of the action has been with Carvana. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, Carvana, for one, had a really busy week. Um, They actually laid off 2,500 employees. That's about 12% of their workforce. Um, and that comes after they had a, you know, a, a pretty disappointing first quarter. Um, you know, they, they also just this week um, finalized their transaction of Odessa U.S., a large auction network, you know, here in the United States. Um, they, you know, hope that that acquisition will help them do what they've been trying to do for the last couple of quarters, and that's have the real estate needed to recondition and get ready for sale way more vehicles. Yeah, we just published uh, the top uh, top used car dealership list, and Carvana uh, was growing fast. They're number two, you know, at just under half a million vehicles a year, while CarMax is number one at a million. But this Odessa deal could give them the capacity to grow to like two million a year, which would be kind of a game changer in the used vehicle space. Yeah, I was reading their, you know, their earnings report, uh, their Q1 earnings report just earlier today. And, you know, in addition, you know, to the to the one million vehicles that they already, you know, say they're able to 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 produce, um, they're hoping that this acquisition of Odessa U.S. will give them the ability to, you know, add two million more vehicles per year. So uh, three million in total when all is said and done. Wow, that would be a really a profoundly change, cha- bring a profound change to the shape of the industry. 
But these job cuts, you know, with the company growing like it's been, that must have really whipsawed them. They must have felt kind of blindsided, like, you know, everything's been growing. They earned a small profit one quarter last year. <laughs> the CEO just gave them all some of his stock. And then, boom, you know, here go one in one in eight workers uh, shown the door. Yeah, Carvana was... Carvana was doing really well, you know, uh, last year, especially in August when it saw its stock price really kind of soar. Um, and then, you know, the, the first quarter of this year hits and, and they're facing, you know, quite a few headwinds, um, you know, that they might not have you know, really anticipated. So high inflation um, and, you know, higher interest rates as well. And, and they actually said that that you know, it's more than likely going to, like, they're anticipating that it'll affect demand, you know, in the next year. Yeah, I think you uh, were saying some of the uh, estimates are that used vehicle sales in recent months have been down by double digits. And it's it seems like these, you know, retailers, they're supposed to buy low and sell high, but the, the wholesale prices, uh, the prices at auctions remain very high, near record highs, and yet uh, consumer demand is being undermined by rising inflation, especially on gasoline, uh, which people tend to think more about when they're in the car market. Um, it was a, a sudden turn for them and for the whole industry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, prices, wholesale prices remain elevated year over year, for sure. And you know, these used, these, especially the, the, the online used vehicle retailers who saw a bump in, you know, consumer, I should say customer and investor interest, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, some of that, you know, interest in that, that demand might be cooling off a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think we've seen a lot on Wall Street with online retailers really having their stocks pummeled, of course, is more during the pandemic, everybody, a lot of people were stuck at home and they were spending money buying things and having them delivered. And now people are spending more of their money out and about doing things, you know, in, in the physical world, plus their dollars don't go as far with inflation being high. So all the online retailers have been, you know, really punished even more <laughs> than the other companies in the stock market. And, uh, and I think at the same time too, the the entrenched, you know, the established dealers have really responded to the competition they've gotten. They've improved, not all of them, but a lot of them have improved their online offerings. They show more of their vehicles available. We've got the major brands or the major automakers trying to get in on the used vehicle uh, online selling with GM, with Car Bravo and, and other efforts like that. It's uh, the world, world got a lot tougher on these guys. Let's let's go ahead and talk. We, I mean, obviously, Carvana has had a lot of, of issues, and we talked about them some. But it's not all Carvana. Uh, Vroom is also has been an ambitious disruptor in the used vehicle space. This is a company that just last year during the Super Bowl really tormented retailers uh, with their ad that compared you know shopping at dealerships to torture. Uh, it's been facing challenges too, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. They made some some big changes i mean they they had a huge loss uh that they reported this week uh, uh, you don't often see you know numbers that big 300 million dollars on only 675 million in revenue um you know that's uh that's not good for a retailer 
Um, and then they also announced they changed leadership. As they they changed have a new <coughs> a new CEO. Um, the old CEO has a new job already, so whatever that might have been about. But what do we know about this new uh, new chief at Vroom? Yeah, his name is Tom Short. He was just brought in as CEO uh, just this week, actually, um, amid a amid you know a, a plan that. Well, technically, it's part of a plan that Vroom announced um, to sort of realign its business strategy for um, what it said would be more sustainable and profitable growth in the coming quarters. So Tom Short, um, that's his name. He previously worked at uh, Walmart, where he um, his role was sort of managing that company's, you know, supply e-commerce supply chain, I should say. Well, that's a uh, that sounds like something that correlates well. He came to a uh, room from Walmart in January, I think was uh, was it? That's correct. So he's been with the company for a few months here. He's um, he's more than likely, you know, kind of gotten a sense of how Room is is working and and you know what needs to happen in the future in order to, you know, see uh, for the company to see better better growth and healthier growth. Um, so he'll go from there. Yeah. Well, he seems like a, a, certainly a retail veteran, having been a, at Office Depot and Home Depot, as well as Walmart and, and some other companies. So maybe he can bring uh, bring some outside knowledge, but uh, that, that looks like a, a tough one as well. So uh, this has been a, it's been a challenging time for all of the online used vehicle retailers. Shift Technologies is another one. It's a little smaller than the other two. Uh, it's also under a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Shift just announced in its in its earnings uh, call this week that it would be um, cutting its corporate positions by ten percent and then um, putting a pause on its expansion into the Las Vegas market. And Shift Technologies um, is is somewhat something of a smaller smaller online used vehicle retailer, but they're primarily based along the West Coast and then also in Texas. Uh, so they they had to they said they had to halt that expansion expansion into Las Vegas. Yeah, when you're uh, watching your pennies as you're trying uh, you know uh, to conserve cash and what. Maybe heading into a recession, it's hard to tell with the economy. That so they they're trying to watch their pennies, and they I think that they said that uh, Las Vegas is something they still want to get to, but maybe it's not as essential that they do it right away. So uh, that's uh, that that was an interesting move, and uh, we found through our reporting that uh, Shift has also warned their investors quietly. Uh, that there are legitimate concerns about whether they will have enough cash to make it through the next 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. They did. Um, they did make that disclosure in their in their earnings this week. Um, uh, one of the commonalities among you know all of these retailers is that they're trying to cut costs in a um, in a market that's just not you know, that's just not been in their favor in, in in the first quarter and might not be for the rest of the year. So they're, you know, all three of, of them that we've talked about are trying to cut costs where they can so they can, you know, sustain themselves in in the future. Yeah, we saw, we heard, read a lot of talk about um, 
improving unit economics, and uh, certainly you got to make more money per vehicle uh, to you know to if you're going to be in retail. That's uh, that's the thing. So there was one other big retailer that that didn't lose money uh, in the most recent earnings season, and that was Carmax. Uh, it's is it. Uh, it's it doesn't it isn't the same kind of straights. Is there a sense of why? Is it just their size, or is it kind of their stability because they've been around longer? Well, Carmax is you know the the biggest used vehicle retailer you know in the U.S. according to our you know our latest check in. Um, but part of the reason why you know Carmax you know might be feeling a little safer right now um, is they do have, you know, a a well-established, you know, footprint in the United States in addition to their online offerings. So they're likely pulling in, you know, from 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 customers who want that, you know, easy digital experience um, or, well, the, the the the. Less steps in the online experience. And then, you know, they're also pulling in from customers who want to go to a physical location to pick out a car, you know, to get to kick the tires, so to speak. Um, so so they are benefiting, I would say, from, you know, from from having that dual sort of offering. Yeah, I mentioned earlier all the franchised retailers who were finally figuring out how to go online. I mean, CarMax has really been leaning into that the last uh, couple of years, and uh, that certainly puts even more pressure on these upstarts that that don't have the physical footprint and maybe as much of uh, standardized practices as uh, as an established player like CarMax. Any final thoughts from you? The analysts I, I spoke with over the last week have all said that you know it's it's really important for those retailers. They're really going to want to examine where they're at right now and you know where they where they can be you know, in, in, in the next year, the, ne- the next quarter and the next couple of quarters will be crucial for them um, as they, you know, are grappling with this really sort of testy, this testy market. And the chance that demand is going to continue to fall amid inflation and high interest interest rates, et cetera, you know, that's something they've got to keep an eye on, according to analysts. All right. Thank you so much. C.J. Moore, our used car and auction reporter for Automotive News. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. You can get all the news on quarterly earnings, digital retail, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to Nathan Kadick for editing today's show. Thanks to the Automotive News multimedia team and web editor Victor Galvan for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making the show part of your birthday routine. Have a good weekend until Monday when we all get back to work.